spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Thursday. It's been a crazy day so far. We it started at 1.30 uh, because Gilbert Police Chief Michael you guys Solberg. wanted more. You wanted more of us. <laughs> Gilbert Police Chief Michael Solberg decided to come out of hiding and actually speak. He didn't do himself any favors. Maybe you're just joining us or you heard the press conference uh, or you heard our last call. We're taking calls in the last segment. I was I was blamed by a man named Tim in Phoenix for being too upset about the Gilbert Goon situation. Monday morning quarterbacking. Yeah, yeah. I got to tell you, if you're not upset by this, I don't think, I, I, don't, I don't really know what to there, say. There's a dead child. Yeah, we got a, a dead kid. How many arrests uh, have there been? Uh, zero. Right. Oh, for him now. For him, zero. It feels like that there's a coming arrest in the next. Yeah, it's been months. Good, you know, forty-eight it, hours, seventy-two. You know, who knows? it feels like something's coming. But, but, but again, like what are are we too over the top on this? I think no. The coverage of, of it, not. Uh, no. It, it's it, the fact that it wasn't talked about the way it should have been. Right. The fact that it wasn't approached by maybe the police, and they've readily admitted they didn't put the you know well they didn't really know who they were, and they they didn't they didn't put one and one together, and there was all these you know issues and attacks, and and they didn't connect any of it. Yeah. They weren't helping themselves today, and he wasn't helping the department no. either. I just I get ticked off about stuff like that. Like somebody comes on the air, a caller, and tells me that I'm too upset over the Gilbert Goon situation. We've got a dead kid. We've got one kid who had to move out of Arizona to a different country because his he, he because the, he, he, the dad thought he was going to get killed by the goons. I mean, if you don't care about children being beaten, I don't know what to tell you. And I love this state, and I'm ticked because you know, Chad, you know this. I take stuff very personally when it comes to Arizona. You do. When it comes to my hometown, I take things personally. Um, I don't want people screwing with us. Uh, I don't like what I see. I'm going to tell you I don't like what I see, and I'm not going to apologize for it. But if you can't, in your little heart, find some sympathy uh, for some of these kids who some of them have to have reconstructive surgery. But I guess I'm just too much over the top. And the I guess I'm just too much over the top because I care about kids. Maybe that's what it is. And the frustration, I think, you know, the sympathy for, uh, you know, I've got kids getting ready to go into high school. I've got, you know, kids that are that that are at that age where, you know, yes, chaos can can sometimes go. I couldn't even imagine what it was, you know, what it would be like in, in this situation. I grew up in a school that we, yeah, there were times when you grew up in a rough school. I grew up in a, a couple of very rough yeah. schools. Yeah. With, with shootings this and not like Gilbert, that. though. And this yeah, is that's Gilbert. just it. That's just it. This is Gilbert. And well, you know, he Come probably on. thought, man, I got the greatest job in the world, the chief of police of a place where very little happens. Well, he mentioned that too. Yeah. He said Gilbert's one of the safest places. I mean, you can look at all the numbers, and I'm sure oh, some the numbers yeah. are yeah. Yeah. amazing. Yeah. Okay, uh, so Michael Solberg, uh, he decided to come off holiday and speak for the first time, maybe ever, on the Gilbert Goons. He's the police chief. Here's some of the stuff uh, uh, that he said. We've been sharing information. We've been answering all of the questions that you have, have provided. Some of the connections you want us to make, I can't make those connections yet. We're still doing those investigations. But we have been responsive uh, to the community, to their questions. I understand, as I mentioned in the beginning, People want to hear from me, and that's why I'm here today. You're full of crap. You're full of crap. Shame on you for even saying that. You, listen, you, you've been backed in, into a corner, and you had to come out and speak today. All right, I get it. We've been banging on you for a couple of weeks now. 
probably the reason you came out and held your press conference was because of us. We've yeah, been telling no you doubt. you need to talk. We've been telling you you need to talk. But, you know, to say that you've been responsive to the community is a flat-out lie. Because you can ask almost every member, anybody out in Gilbert feel that way? I don't think so. I don't think so. Let me play this again. This is a bunch of horse crap. We've been sharing information. We've been answering all of the questions that you have provided. Yeah, we've provided some questions for you, and you haven't answered a damn one. And you've been asked to come on. Right. And you've chosen not to. Some of the connections you want us to make, I can't make those connections yet. We're still doing those investigations. Are those the investigations that you quit on? I'm just asking. They didn't close them. They just weren't active. <laughs> so you did. Yeah. Did he actually say that? He said that it wasn't active. They didn't close the cases. They just weren't active. What's the difference? No one is looking into yeah. it. Yeah. Right. We know exactly what it is. It's like, I, like I said earlier, it's the OJ thing, right? Do you think anybody's really looking for the killers? Right. Or do you think they thought we had the guy and we just moved on? We're not looking for anybody else. Well, you're not looking. Then you're not looking. Uh, here's another one from the police chief, because this is a good question from uh, one of the reporters. People come to us and ask, is there a cover up? Oh, my gosh. How many times do we get that on this show? How many emails and texts and all that stuff? Dude, Silence. Chad, this is a total cover up, isn't it? Big time. All right, let's see what he said. People come to us and ask, is there a cover up? What is your response to that? I got two responses for you. One second. What the heck is that? What is, what is he doing? He's shuffling through his papers. Do you have Do you have like a little note? Is there like a flash card that says, you know, uh, uh, open if they ask if there's a cover-up? How hard is it to say? Absolutely not. There's there not a cover-up. zero cover-up, period. Uh, Nothing. No, There is no cover-up. Hmm. We're just not good at this. <laughs> two responses for you. One second. Okay, one second here. <clears throat> okay. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> So he's still not ready to go. Reference your first uh, question about is there a cover up? Absolutely not. There's no cover up. Okay. Says so on this paper. I'm supposed to say there's no cover up. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We weren't asleep at the wheel. There is no cover up. We have an excellent department with excellent employees. We've been pursuing charges on these investigations and we will continue to do so. Are those on the cases that you went inactive or closed or the ones that you opened or I get confused on that. Remember, there's no cases closed. They were just inactive. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. What else do you want to play here? Um, all right. So when you have these incidents happening and you live in Gilbert and kids are getting beaten up and, you know, these goons are using, you know, brass knuckles and your police chief is up there, you want to feel like, He's strong. He's going to reassure you, right? Does this reassure anybody, this statement? I want to assure you that any act of violence is not and will not be tolerated. Not a whole lot of confidence there. No. You know what I mean? It sounded like the human resource person telling everybody any act of violence is not to, it's not, it's not going to be tolerated. Right? So, uh, yeah, I, that doesn't sound like I'm oozing a bunch of confidence, And he was very, if you listen to the press conference, he was very nervous. There was Um, no authoritarian stamp on the, I'm in control. Right. This isn't going to happen. The games that have been played, the violence that has happened, the baloney that is being spouted, the lies, it's coming to an end and it ends now. There was none of that. It was very, eh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I think that's that's kind of what it is. Here, let's play something in contrast, okay? How about the Mesa PD uh, chief, Ken Cost? He came on with us the other day, but we put him on, on the air because we wanted to know what he was doing about teen violence because of what he said at this press conference. Does this ooze confidence from Mesa? I think it does. We're going to investigate very thoroughly, very quickly, and we will take you into custody. There's nowhere that you're going to be able to hide, and you're not going to get away. Anybody that has anything to do with it, we're coming for you, too. There you go. Right? That, that, said, more, that said more in that 10-second that clip. Boom. I want to assure you. I want to assure you. That any act of violence. I have to read this, so let me continue. Is not and will not. It will not, mind you. Be tolerated. Okay. All right. Boy, that, that, that felt like. Here, let me, let me see if I can do this. Huzzah, huzzah. Tune into our show this Friday for oh, you a chance one of to win things? a family okay. four-pack of tickets to the 36th annual Arizona Renaissance Fair Festival. Huzzah, huzzah. Okay. You sound like uh, you're a little bored with that. Huzzah. No, it's huzzah! Who, who, is it not? Wait, wise man, what is it? Hurrah, hurrah? I don't think we... we uh, huzzah? I think Chad's trying to do an impression of the police chief. Huzzah! I, I yeah. We're going to give away a family four-pack. I tomorrow. know. It's awesome. You guys got to come strong. Yeah, it's going to be fun. All right, coming up next, uh, who would you text if you had just minutes to live? This actually happened in Arizona in a very sad story. We're going to talk about that coming up next on the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, we'll get back to the mess at Gilbert. We're here for you until 6. Let's move on to something a little bit different. Um, this hot air balloon... Uh, disaster in Eloy is just heartbreaking. Yeah. And it even became more heartbreaking when we found something out. So if I remember correctly, you had eight people in the balloon that were skydiving. Correct. And then you had like like four or five other people who were not. Yes. Okay. One of the four passengers that was killed when the balloon crashed had texted his girlfriend to say, I love you. Goodbye. She had jumped out of the balloon. She was skydiving. And she saw this after she landed from skydiving on the ground. She saw after landing from the skydive from the balloon that obviously there was a tragedy that happened. And her boyfriend was saying goodbye. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Oh, it's gut wrenching. It's gut wrenching, man. It really, it really. It's like it the is. phone calls on 9 11 on, on the airplanes or the, uh, the, the people that were calling, you know, from the. Uh, from the building and leaving messages for their family members. Like there are certain things in life that like give you, a, it gives you a chill, right? And when you said that from 9-11, I can still hear that. Yeah. Like calling from the building or calling from the plane. And I got to tell you, I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard anything more gut-wrenching than, than those phone calls. Um, and so, you know, we have this, this victim who crashed, to the ground had texted uh, his girlfriend who was a skydiver moments before the accident. I love you. Goodbye. And the one's like, Oh my gosh. Then I start thinking of, okay, you know, we were trying to figure this thing out. Cause I, I don't, I don't really, we, we still don't know how it crashed. And you know, did it go down fast? Did it not? I mean, well, it, it had to go down fast, but see if this thing went down fast, how is the guy texting his girlfriend? How are you, how are you doing that? I don't know. I would, I would think, he must have known, obviously he must have known he was going to die or he was going to crash. But I, I see it in my head. It's like, if this thing goes down fast, 
Or, or is the first thing you do is is text someone? Maybe. Or do you just hold on for dear life? Or do you know this thing? This thing's going down. They had to know that uh, maybe he didn't know he was going to die, but maybe that he he, he thought he there did. was there was some issues. I love you. Goodbye. I know, but maybe he thought there was issues, and that these issues were going to that that potentially could have led to to that. Yeah. Gosh, it's tough, man. I mean, do you still have a thought of how this thing went down? Well, they said an envelope, something when I don't know what that means, uh, went went wrong, and then that caused a catastrophic failure. By the sounds of it, the balloon could no longer take in the air. So even because a lot of times they'll say even if a balloon loses the you know the the heat, if you will, the flame, uh, it is going to still kind of somewhat float down. You may lose control of it. This just sound like it plummeted to the ground. Yeah, I wonder this too. Are all or like are these balloons? Are they grounded in Eloy for now? No, I can't. I saw a bunch uh, yesterday and today. Wow, because you can see the day it from... after they were up in the air. Yeah, I don't know, man. Don't, I mean, like when something happens with what we were talking about yesterday, a Boeing, right? Oh, yeah. what happened? Well, the middle of the plane, there's a hole in it. They ground a lot of those planes. Yeah, and but they the start difference is the out. FAA has a like a course you can take. Very few people have taken the course. Right. They're really regulated. Right. Right. I'm looking at a picture of these two. They were a beautiful young couple. Oh, it's just, it is just awful, awful, awful. All right, still to come, uh, we've got more from uh, Gilbert Police Chief Michael Solberg. Uh, you and I were completely unimpressed with his, I guess you want to call it performance today, uh, out there uh, at a press conference that lasted about uh, 50 minutes. Uh, we'll get back to that. Coming up next... Um, why don't we do some presidential essentials? Only the need to know stuff about the 2024 presidential race. We've got New Hampshire voting in five days. Is Trump in for a rough night there? Next. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. If you want to save America, you must vote for your favorite president of all time. I promise you that our best days are yet to come. We represent a chance to reverse the decline of this country and to give this country a new birth of freedom. Having two 80-year-olds running for president, America deserves better. You can't sit home, even if you vote and then you pass away. It's worth it. Presidential Essentials. Only the need-to-know stuff about the 2024 presidential election. All right. So, Iowa is in the books. But New Hampshire... Votes in what is it now? Is it Tuesday? Uh, it's five days. Five days. All right. So is Trump going to run away with it? But before we get to New Hampshire, let me give you a poll that I saw today. Biden plus one over Donald Trump. I got to tell you, I know that we have a lot of time to go and anything can happen. Yeah. Joe Biden can say, I don't want to do this anymore because I physically and mentally can't donald trump may say i don't want to do this more because i'm going to jail i mean anything can really happen right yeah well, but i gotta tell you like at least for now here's how i here's how i feel i think i'm gonna be surprised if joe biden wins yeah me too you are yeah and i'm gonna I, be surprised if if one of these guys if both of these guys are there i'd be surprised see i don't think both guys are going to be there either so uh but you know I, I just, yeah, I mean, I, I would be surprised at this moment in time if Joe Biden wins, uh, you know, just based on, I think, that the the appetite in the country. The immigration issue Oof. is a much bigger, by number one in Iowa, 
outside of the economy, which is always number one, number one in New Hampshire. Yeah. Because it's everywhere now. It's yeah. not just an Arizona, Texas problem. Um, so the poll that I looked at, it was, it was, it was Ipsos yeah. and, and, and Gov poll. Okay. It gave Biden a lead of between one and two percentage points. Um, I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't even know if I can put my, 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 my finger on why I think I'd be surprised Joe Biden, you know, if he, if he wins, I'd be surprised because Donald Trump, in my opinion, as an independent is a terrible candidate, but Joe Biden might be worse. Yeah. He might be worse because like physically and mentally, can he do the job? Well, there are a lot of questions there. Um, so the Biden poll, he's up by one or two. I mean, I don't even know if this guy can go and campaign. He, no, he can't keep, he can't keep a schedule daily, let alone go throughout the whole country trying to get people. What uh, excited about you? Nobody's excited about Joe Biden. He put a lid the other day when we were firing rockets on doing all that stuff. He put a, so if you don't know what a lid is, they will tell all the, all the pool reporters are there all day long. And the, they they put a lid on it. They'll make come to you at like six o'clock tonight and said, Hey, we're done for the night, guys. Oh. Nobody this is when they send you home. This is when they send you home. You're like, all right, we're done. Okay. He put a lid on it at nine AM. And do we but do we know why? We didn't hear from we're, we're so we're just guessing that Biden's day ended at nine in the morning. Well, or maybe so never maybe, started. Or it started at five because he's probably up very early and then four hours on listen, I'm tired. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's, it's, it's an odd thing. These are presidential essentials, only the need to know stuff about the twenty twenty four presidential race. Okay. Uh, Chad, New Hampshire polls. What do we have as we're five days away? Haley down by. So there's one outlier. The CNN poll out of all these latest polls is fake the only news, outlier. Fake news. So, uh, but. Okay, what's the outlier? Give me the CNN. Seven. It's 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 basically seven points for Trump. Okay, so Trump plus seven over Nikki Haley yeah. from CNN. Out of all the latest polls, she's up seventeen in the Boston, uh, the Boston Suffolk. Uh, the Boston NBC and Suffolk poll, which a lot of people look at, Real Clear Politics, and people take a look at that one. He's up 17, and I'll be honest, I think he's going to win. I think I wouldn't be surprised if he wins by 15 or 20. People in, in New Hampshire, uh, it's one of those places where they want retail politics. They want you to shake hands, kiss babies, that kind of stuff. She is, she's not done any of it. And people in New Hampshire are not thrilled by the fact that she's not spending a ton of time uh, there the way that they would like her to. But 40% of voters in New Hampshire call themselves independents. Yeah. And I would think that independents could lean towards Nikki Haley. But out of the, she only leads independents by six. Okay. But there's there, but here's the thing: there are all these different kind of independents in New Hampshire, right? There are like they include what moderate, uh, conservative leaning independents, yeah. And the Republican Party is chasing them, and then you've got these four thousand Democrats. They've re-registered as Republican or independents uh, to vote in the GOP primary, and some of them want to just you know thwart what Trump's uh, march to a nomination. Yeah. But there are different independents. There are independents on the left who like Bernie Sanders in New Hampshire. Oh yeah, you have independents on the right in New Hampshire who plan to vote in the Democratic primary against President Biden. Then you got the true swing voter up for grabs. That's what every election is coming down to. So when so you look at like like we were talking about this just the other day, 
Is it just going to come down to like a couple hundred thousand independents in the, in the nation? In the, yeah, probably somewhere between, I would say th- a million, maybe down to 300,000 depends on, because we have, we have narrowed this, this election now as we have many elections. Florida's no longer up for grabs. Maybe Ohio is. Mm. Pennsylvania is. Uh-oh. Arizona is. is, is Michigan Arizona, is. Well, hold on. Is Arizona really up for grabs right now? I don't think so. I think I, I think don't Trump's think so got either. that. But that's still a swing state comparatively to Florida, yeah. to California. But, but Arizona really is not Arizona's not MAGA. Arizona is not red, red. We're certainly not blue. I've always thought we're purple. Here's the thing though. When you look at immigration and the border, and if that's what you're voting on here in Arizona, you're not voting for Joe Biden. Yeah. You might hold your nose and vote for Donald Trump. If, if that's you don't an like important him. issue to you, and it's an important you, issue to right. a lot of Americans on the right and left, uh, even Charlemagne the God, who's a, who's a radio host out there in New York, he's got a huge following. He has everybody in the world on. He said today, Democrats are sick and tired of the border, and this is what's going to destroy him. Jamie Dimon, the guy who runs J.P. Morgan Chase, said, stop. The biggest thing that's going to hurt Biden is going after Trump is one thing. Coming out and attacking people who support him, it's going to crush you. It is. I, I I think this thing's over on Tuesday. All right. That's my last presidential essential. Only they need to know stuff about the 2024 presidential election. Nikki Haley, if she doesn't win New Hampshire, from what we now understand is she's got like one of her biggest donors, one of her largest financial backers said, I'm going to wait for the results on Tuesday's New Hampshire primary. And that will determine if I continue support. So what people on the inside are saying is she doesn't win, not finish close. If she doesn't win next Tuesday, uh, she's not going to get any more yeah. money. The only and one that would be left. She's would, done. Uh, yeah, she and she'll probably make it to South Carolina. That's her home state. She's down by twenty in a state where she was a very popular governor, mm. and she's down by twenty. Why? It's Trump country. It's Trump country, and, and Trump is the Republican Party, and Trump is going to tear. Trump's going to finish her off. He is a he is a boxer that saw your knees wobble, and he's going to finish her off, and then. He's going to bring you into the fold and he's going to say, it's just business. That's what I was doing. I, I, I had to defeat her. And the other thing, some of these people are going to run a little bit longer and try to raise money because they don't want to go. They don't want this to become a personal debt. So they're just trying to raise money to pay off all the debts. Mm. And right now, the super PAC that Ron uh, DeSantis has is already starting to lay off people. Yeah. If Haley doesn't win, the money dries up yeah. and it looks like it's all over. That's it. As we head to uh, Super Tuesday in March. Okay. Uh, presidential essentials. You hear this uh, all year long. Only the need to know stuff about the 2024 presidential race. This portion of the program is brought to you by higherprice.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. All right, when we come back, um, we're going to continue looking into the Gilbert police chief, Michael Solberg, who came out of his uh, hiding spot today to speak, and he didn't do very well. Is it going to be six more weeks of winter? <laughs> I don't know. But also, we're going to discuss this interesting story out of, uh, of course, it's California. Um, so what percentage of your face must be painted to be considered full blackface? Next. All right, coming up 10, uh, 12 minutes or so, we'll uh, review what Michael Solberg said. He's the Gilbert police chief. You never heard his voice because he doesn't speak. And he did that today. He came out of hiding or holiday or whatever he wants to call it Holy and decided days. to talk about the Gilbert goons. And I think this dude fell flat on his face. Yeah, he did dude. not. Uh, he did not get out of the park. No, he did not. Do you so, think when he got done, he's all nailed it? No. <laughs> 
I think he was nervous. Uh, I don't think he wanted to be there. Um, he I, might be a great cop. They, the Gilbert Police, they may love him behind the scenes. That might be the thing that he's great at. But when it comes to assuring people, people feeling confident, those jobs are as much about you know the community reaching out to them, talking about stuff, and being a leader as it is behind the scenes. He shouldn't be the face. I think no. we found that out today. He should not be the face of the police department. You're right. Maybe behind closed doors, guys. He's fantastic. I mean, I, I couldn't. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. In front of a camera and a microphone, he, he's, it's bad. It was bad. We're going to play some of it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just, I think, I don't think he reassured a single person in no. the Valley. Uh, and that really was his job, uh, a big part of his job. So we'll get to all that coming up at 4.05. Gatos, La Jolla, California. You don't know where that is, everybody. It's, uh, it's a small little enclave near okay. San Diego. <laughs> yeah, where the medium house is about $50 million. $80 million. So a, a kid... An eight grader. So he's eight. He's my son's age, 13. Goes to a La Jolla football game. Mm -hmm. He wears uh, face paint, right? As you do. As you do. Goes there. J.A.'s his name. Support the team. So goes there and uh, they win. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Four days later, five days later, uh, principal calls Pops, says, hey, you need to come to school. Dad shows up and says, uh, we're suspending your son for two days, and he's also going to be suspended from playing sports or going to any more games. Now, what? he's in eighth grade. He's not even in high school. Jeez. For face paint that didn't look anything that like blackface. He didn't look like he was a minstrel, but they accused him of that. And uh, with no due process, they said someone complained, of which nobody can find that complaint, and they suspended him. Okay, I'm looking at a picture of the kid. That's not blackface. That's not. Let me Let me explain kind of what it looks like. To the best of my ability. He's got black paint, okay? But it looks like he's painted a beard on himself. That's it. Yeah. It's on his chin. It goes up his face, right around his nose area. There's no there's no under his nose, so there's no mustache. I look at him like he has taken black paint and just kind of painted a beard on his face. Yeah. There's nothing on his forehead. He was supposed to have spikes up here. I think it was supposed to be a wrestling thing. And I, you know, and, and some wrestlers paint. I know this. I like the WWE. Some wrestlers paint their face. I hope they don't do any blackface. So, so you can paint your face. You just can't use black paint unless you're Come in the military. Unless you're in the military, because that's <laughs> the one place where you're like, you know, we'll let them do it because oh. they're in the water. So you ask the question. It's just unbelievable. It is like if he would have put white here. In like, the middle of his forehead. If he would have put blue, nobody would have said a so thing. So it's the black paint. It's the black yeah. paint. Okay, but then I want to ask this question. What percentage of your face must be painted to be considered blackface? That's because I'm thinking a hundred percent. They make this kid out like he was doing a minstrel show. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so his forehead, and it's a white kid. I, I pretty much think everybody white figured ish, that out. Yes, yes. Okay, so so his forehead, there's no paint on it. No. Then I see his eyebrows, no paint. Uh, his eyelids, no paint. His nose, no paint. His ears, no paint. Under his eyes, no paint. Under his nose, no paint. Under his bottom lip, no paint. Yeah. That's a lot of area with no paint. Yeah. So that's a lot of, but, but, but according to somebody. Oh, gosh. And so this is what they hit him with because they put it on his permanent record. Oh, gosh. That he uh, was threatening. Okay. And potentially violent. Oh, geez. He looks like a nice kid. He's wearing a Nike shirt. 
He looks and, like and he's like 90 his pounds. Dad, so his dad shows up at the school and he shows yeah. the principal that. And the principal looks at it and goes, that's absolutely blackface. Oh, my gosh. And so then then he did what everybody does in America. They went and got an attorney. <laughs> that's right, they did. And the big thing is, look, you know, this is his First Amendment right, first of all. Secondly, it violated none of the things that you have. He wasn't even on your school any of your property he was at a different school a high school and you still suspended him it's not blackface it's not no it's dark makeup and you can almost see through parts of it because it's just not it's not thick or it's not all over his face yeah well welcome to uh, insanity yeah you want to hear some insanity that's what we're going to talk about next gilbert police chief michael solberg came out of hiding today He talked about the Gilbert Goons, and he dropped the ball. We'll tell you why coming up next. 